no consoles, the boys explore quadruple X video games, because sometimes triple X just won't do. Good evening, listeners. Uh, time to sit back, unzip, and enjoy Quadruple X Video Games here on No Councils for Old Men. I'm Scott McGregor, one of your hosts, and this is my uh, co-host, Dr. Bill Robinson. Um, I don't think we quite understand what 4X video games mean, Scott. Well, I... Uh, Reason I've heard from a friend what triple X means when it like concerning movies and stuff, but I, so I just assumed that this was sexy video games. Oh no, we'll do that though. We'll do that as a uh, as a as a show eventually. But no, um, yeah, you're right, Doctor Bill. Four X does not actually mean one more than triple X as far as uh, you know the naughty stuff as far as video games. Although I'm sure there's a significant amount of them out there. It's triple X taken to the extreme. Yeah, but um, no, this is actually, the, the term was coined back in 1993. And I wow, just, that far back, and this is the first time I heard of it today. Really? I mean, I didn't I, realize, that it, I didn't realize it had a label till I mean, a few years ago or whatever, and, and we're going to kind of debate on whether it, this label, you know, the, uh, the designation of 4X video games actually fits all the, the, the games that are considered 4X video games. But it was coined back in 1993 in a preview of Master of Orion uh, in Computer Gaming World, in which he rated the game Quadruple X as a pun on the Triple uh, X rating for pornography. Um, and the four X's were an abbreviation for Explore, Expand, Exploit, and Exterminate. Um, so it's all about Daleks. Yes, it's the Dalek uh, genre uh, <laughs> of video games. Um... And so, uh, yeah, and I was looking over the list of of games in this category, and it's clear that this is probably my preferred genre of games over the years, because I've just, I guess I've played a ridiculous amount of these on this list, which is very, very big. Um, So, yeah, so I guess I can speak with some authority on this genre. Um, Harumph, harumph. I I didn't realize I was such an expert in something. I wish somebody would pay me for that uh, knowledge. <laughs> yeah, because looking through, I've, I've, I've hit up quite a lot of these myself, too. Well, I think, I think the grand, the Big Daddy, I mean, it was named for Master of Orion, which, um, you know, they're primarily turn-based games, usually. And, um... Well, I mean, I've always just called them turn-based strategy games. Right, me too. And I, I didn't have any other definition for them. No, and I said, I think that's a bad definition. A turn-based strategy game fits this list better than 4X does because right off the bat, I mean, Civilization is like one of the granddaddies of this genre, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. But I mean, the Exterminate doesn't necessarily apply to Civilization. Yes, you can become nuclear or nuclear Gandhi and wipe out the entire planet. Um, <laughs> but you don't uh, have to. I, I've been nuked by him. Yeah, you can be also be peaceful Gandhi or peaceful Hello, how are uh, you, you know, but, Peaceful, old, um, what's his name, with the Mongols, you know, uh, uh, Peaceful Genghis Khan. Uh, yeah, Peaceful Genghis Khan. And, Gandhi, um, we are tired of your shit. Yeah, and we are sit going to nuke you. And play Kumbaya with the world. Um, so, I mean, you don't necessarily have to exterminate your opponent in a lot of these games. The, the emphasis is more on building an empire, building an army or military. 
or you know, I guess it would also encompass things like, um, well, there was colonization and imperialism, and a lot of games that Sid Meier's did. He was kind mm-hmm. of this was his niche for a while because he was the creator of like Civilization, which is, you know, as I said, pretty much the the litmus test, the gold standard of 4X games um, over the years. But I mean, it encompasses things like space strategy games. Um, now, I, I made a mistake in thinking when I messaged you, and I'm like, we're going to do, uh, what did I say, grand strategy games. Mm-hmm. And I, I me, to me, that meant games like this. That was like my thought of what a turn-based world-building kind of uh, strategy game. But I guess, according to Wikipedia, at least, they're kind of two different animals. So we'll stick with what Wikipedia considers 4X, I guess. Because Wikipedia knows all. Well, you know, they know enough for, Wikipedia. for podcasts anyway. Because <laughs> if you're going to take the time to really fact-check uh, us, because we're using Wikipedia, then thank you, and please do, because it means you're listening, at least. And you're um, here. But, uh, I do, I do, I do. But you've played quite a few of these. I know you're an old, uh, old Civ fan from way back. And, uh, have you played a lot of uh, Master of Orion? Did you ever get into it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I played that. I played Master of Orion and, and the follow-up, uh, number two. Master of Magic, did you ever? Because th- those yeah, kind of all came right in a I, row. I played Master of Magic. And this is I going don't... way back, kids. Now, Master this of Orion is... 3, is that the one that's coming out now, or no? That's... Yeah, there is a new one out. It's uh, oh no, wait, that one came out two thousand three. I think I played that one as might have played that one as well. Yeah, no, this I, is just this is just Master of Orion, and then like uh, to build an empire or something. I'm googling it now. Uh, yeah, there's a new one coming. Oh, that's what it's Con- Conquer the Stars. Yeah, uh, okay. and that's got a lot of voiceover because I watched a movie that just showed um, the people there. They got voice actors. They have Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. Michael Dorn. Uh, who many of you should know is, uh, was Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Dwight Schultz, who was, you know, Howling Mad Murdoch, and he was also on... Uh, yeah, Barkley, right? Barkley, yeah, yeah, he was Barkley. John Delancey, who played Q, and was also on um, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I played a bunch of it, but I actually played, like, an early access version of it. Um, oh, really? Uh, not uh, all the races were there, and I don't think all oh. the voice work was done. Yeah, it fell off a yeah. truck. We won't talk Alan, about how. Um, Alan Tudyk, who is from... Uh, yeah, Firefly. Firefly. Kat Christie, Chris, I'm not familiar with her. John Kassir. Robert England, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he, he's playing one of the nastier aliens. Actually, from what <laughs> I remember, I don't know if he was playing in... A nasty alien. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, just t- There's more, but uh, Fred Takas... Oh, God, I'm having such a hard time pronouncing. Uh, he's he's he famous Fred Tadascori. Sure. And Kari Wolgren. Kari Wolgren. Oh, that's not the person I thought she was. I was thinking Kari War. Ah, Wu. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The redhead. Our, our brain went to the same spot there then, Dr. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That's all right. It's quadruple X video games. So I don't know if my computer will be able to play that when it comes out, but, uh, you know. I think it's see. pretty low end still. As I said, I played like a, I guess it would have been like a beta version of it, uh, which I, surprised me that they released it that early, but they, they did. Like, in, 
And it's basically as playable as... I mean, you can play a full game. It's just lacking some of the, the bells and whistles. Now, um, Master of Magic, we talked about that just a second ago. Uh, this That was a microprose game. And you remember the other game we talked about that kind of could fall into this genre, but I don't think it was on the list. Remember we talked about Darklands way back, I think, in like our first or second episode um, to where you would create your... But it was more on a... Yeah, I don't think it was. It was a strategy game, but it was more. Well, yeah, I guess it was more. Yeah, it's more straight role playing. Yeah, yeah, but 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 it seemed to have like a large. That's on Steam now, you know. You seen that? What? That's on Steam. Darklands, the original. Oh, I did not know that. Oh my god! (laughs) Probably going for a song too. Who knows if it even works? But I mean, they've been releasing a ton of retro stuff lately. That oh, I'm gonna have to definitely look at that. And I think they, I think they mainly. You know, they kind of have a DOS box thing, you know, as an executable when you buy them. So, I mean, there hasn't been a huge amount of people that are being like, I can't run this. And, like, of course not. The game's 20 freaking years old. But, but like, yeah, Master of Magic was, um, was a lot like the first um, or second version of um, Civ. Yeah. Short for civilization. Yeah, that's and, why. Uh, this is like my had, earliest you had magical memories. creatures yeah. and spells. And, you know, it just put it. It, it was, it was kind of like a mod to a game before there was mods. Right. And it's like. It's, it's a good. Like the Civ model and the 4X model is, is such that you can build on it and take it into any genre like that that you want, really. And I think that's why it's so popular. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there is. I mean, it went into space. Uh, you know, obviously went into. And Alpha Centauri was like. Yeah, that came was out a, after Civ, you know, is almost a continuation of it. But I don't. <laughs> did uh, did Sid Meier actually do anything with that? Or I have that no just, idea. Well, I think that one was kind of. I I want to say that was built up. You know, they don't have that on this list. Uh, Center? No, no, it's not here. Hmm, looking under A. But that was dubbed as like basically what happened once you got to. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, was it called? No, it was. Yeah, yeah, here it is. It Sid, wasn't. Sid Meier's office centering nineteen. Oh, okay. It, it's it's under the name Sid Meier. Okay. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-eight. I was playing that nineteen eighty-eight. No, ni- ninety-eight. Oh, ninety-eight. Yeah. I was like, Shit. First Civ came out in ninety-one. Yeah, because that was like once you got because at the end of all the Civ games, one of the ways to win, or usually. You know, other than t- totally destroy the competition, um, was to get the out. Al- you know, the first person to launch your space, so, yeah, and yeah, to get the Alpha Centauri, yep. and you can win the game. Yeah. So this basically says, okay, you've got the Alpha Centauri. Now start a new. You know, go at it. Earth 2060. A small group of colonists leaves the ravages of Earth for a distant planet orbiting Alpha Centauri's primary star. Their ship, the United Nations starship Unity, carries them on their journey to a new world and a new hope for humankind. And you, you know, you had aliens you had to deal with, and there was uh, um, sci- a sci-fi storyline. So it was, it was pretty good. Now, the thing I always loved about these games, it's, you know, I felt kind of like maybe a little better gamer than some other people because I play these games a lot. Because these, these are not for the meek, man. These are games you got to carve out like a good chunk of your life to get anywhere in. For one, oh yeah, because these are they're basically endless, and it's the one more click addiction games. 
you know, Civilization is, is the king of the one-more-click games, basically, turn-based strategy that, you know, you just got to see what... You basically plan out all your moves and then click, and then your computer calculates it all for us and moves your men and does your battles and messes with your economy and builds mm-hmm. your spaceships. And, and so it's always just like, oh, God, if I just do three more turns, I'll get that battle cruiser and I'll be able to fuck those Martians up and... And, you know, I knew, yeah, the sun's coming up, but just one more goddamn click. i got to see how this battle works out. You know? what, do you mean? what do you mean the people aren't happy in the city? <laughs> Screw them. Make them. One of those games, like I, I think I said on a, a recent podcast, or maybe the replayability one, that, that makes you literally forget that you can, like, save the game and come back, you know, later. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's that engaging. That it's like, if I don't do this now, I will never be able to complete this. Well, yeah, game. because you're in a certain mind frame, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm going to forget that I got a guy over here. Or, yeah, well, that, that is know, part like, of it, too. These games get so complex so quickly, you know, and more modern ones have have built in like good AI where you can tell your your governors yeah, that, to take care of your planets or your colonies or whatever. Yeah, that it would that was nice when when you could, you know, when you could set up the um, not the settlers but the workers to just automatically build improvements and you didn't have to oh well what do I want to put oh, I want to put a road here, I want to put yeah. a farm here. Cuz otherwise it, it doesn't take too long for you to literally have like hundred-ish things going on that you'd have to check in on every turn. Every single time, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, the, the interfaces are usually easy, and you can be like, okay, what farming shit do I have to deal with and pull up that menu? But it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. when it when it starts taking, um, you know, you did, uh, an hour real time to complete one turn of a game, you, you know things are getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I don't know if I can... I, I have finished some Civilization games. More often than not, I've gotten beaten, but I have completed it and won a couple times. And that was just a ridiculous amount of hours to do that, and there have been other games that I've just had to abandon because, A, I could literally play them forever, you know, or B, I would, would just go mad trying to keep up with everything. So. so I guess that's been, you know, as far as replayability value, you know, and I... I I put on the Facebook page of this game I've been playing, um, uh, Mountain Blade, which is medieval, half action, half kind of 4X, and um, yeah, it's just amazing. Is that one on Steam? Yeah, there's a whole series of them. I think the one, I think the one I have is like the second and newest one that came out, and they're like coming up with a sequel of it too. But the one I've got is. Oh, I think you told me about that one before. I never took. Yeah, I'm playing an amazing. Well, because I, I had it, uh, you know. numerous uh, internet issues with our local. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, I haven't yet. Verizon switched so. over, was bought by a new company in, in this area, and it's been horrible. I've, I've had, like, since the beginning of the month, I had three major outages of either phone, internet, or both. And, uh, you know, it's. The rest of the people in the house were starting to look, you know, it was like. Looked like it was going to be a, what is it, the Donner Party? The guys that are going to <laughs> yeah. eat each other up in the, up in the Himalayas. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's, you know. Like we got no, there's no internet. It's your fault. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. eat me. The modern man does not do well without his contrivances anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I've I've been kind of a little bit out, out of games, although. Still able to play Fallout 4 on my PS4 without the internet. I'm yeah, so yeah. thankful for that. 
council boy. All right, let's back, back to the... <laughs> it's the only way I think I would go back and play Fallout 4. Like, oh, this is a... Con- load quick, times are a little rough on the PC. Quick, quick sidebar, I have been getting better at uh, Battlefront. I figured out you just got to keep moving because I'm 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 playing it like a lot of the sniper games that I used to play to where I want to find a spot and hide and just try to pick people off, which I'm still doing that. But I figured out like, okay, I can sit here for a while. But once I kill like one or two guys, they're going to know I'm here. So I need to move to a different spot. And then once I'm like in the middle of them, you know, there's just like a lot of shooting go on. Just got to keep moving. Keep shooting, aiming. Shoot and aim and move and shoot and aim move, shoot and aim move, shoot, you know. <laughs> throw grenade, throw grenade, shoot and move, you know. So I actually uh, <clears throat> beat my son the other day on a head-to-head hero battle. Nice. As he says nothing while he's sitting over there across the room. They actually mentioned uh, Star Wars Empire at War is a uh, 4X game. Or, well, games with additional 4X mode. So. And Battlefront. Battlefront 2, they actually list as having a 4X mode, which, of course, Battlefront oh, now yeah. does not yeah. have. Yeah, Battlefront. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, they've the list I'm looking at it has Star Wars Rebellion, but they've they, they have Empire at War on here. Yeah, yeah, it's down near the bottom of the one page, the chronological one. Yeah, I mean, because Rebellion is up here, and Rebellion was a great 4x Star Wars game. I mean, that was basically Master of Orion with Star Wars. You know, mm. it's such an easy moddable genre. I mean, that's why there's just so there's Lords of Magic was another one that came out, you know, after Magic or a Master of Magic, um, which was similar. Uh, Lords of Magic, I don't really remember. I, I know I had it, but it didn't really make a big impression on me. No, it was along the same lines, uh, and it wasn't. Let me see impressions. It was kind of a knockoff of Master of Magic. It was a different company, but it was it was pretty good. I remember playing it back in the day, and it was the same. Idea, you know, build your your fantasy armies as opposed to your, you know, your your tank driven armies or you know whatever in Civilization. What was always cool about Civilization and, and the basic concept of taking, you know, the world literally from prehistoric times hmm. up till whenever you know you got to space. We built wondrous monuments honoring the gods, which reached up to brush the very fabric of the heavens. A vast city with great buildings of stone, each more magnificent than the last. The streets were filled with our people, in numbers beyond counting. There was suffering as well, great and terrible, brought about by the torments of war. We were strong, and we brought victory to our people. What always bugged me about civilization, though, was that you had this seemingly immortal ruler, you know, that it was always Gandhi that was your king. Yeah. You know. I always liked Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and I always played America, too. Definitely red, white, and blue, all that good stuff. Um, But, uh, yeah, that always bugged me. You know, future games take it into account where, you know, your leader changes due to death and stuff like the Total War series. Have you ever played any of the, any of those? Uh, I think early on I did. I haven't played any of the later ones. I think, I think the I first d- one was like Shogun, and then they did a medieval one. No, I think I did a Roman one. Yeah, they did Rome, and yeah. they're all basically the same game. There's very little difference in a lot of them. And 
Like, I bought a, a massive pack of them, you know, they had, like, the Medieval and Roman and all the other, you know, the Shogun. And you play one, you kind of play them all, so it's just what skin you want on your, your critters, basically. Right. <laughs> but Total War II, uh, Medieval Total War II, added a bigger layer of, like, the 4X and your kingdoms. But you actually had your kings, and they would get old, and then so their sons and daughters would take over when they died, and or there'd be a fight for the crown. So it, it added an extra layer of, of RPG-type stuff that, like, the original yeah, because the next one may have a have. different, uh, a different uh, type of um, uh, temperament, right? And about the only way civilization, it seems, the early civilization games, about the only way your leader actually advanced was that you you eventually got awarded bigger, more pieces for your palace, and there was a nice yeah. little cinematic, yeah. and they took that out of five, which I just could never understand. They. I think well, it was gone it was from four too, but it was that mm. was like your one little achievement, and now we can get a hundred different Steam achievements by you know, oh, right. man shovels poop for the first time achievements. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indoor plumbing is invented, and here's your achievement. But yeah, yeah, you never you didn't get your your fancy well, palace the, anymore. Well, the thing with with the Civ games it seemed is like every time I would have the stuff. Like I think it was in the jump from like two to three or three to four, uh, you know, when they made it to where, like, if you were going to build a tank, you had to have oil, or you had to you had to have access. Right. You couldn't just research because it was because before it was you research the technology, boom, you can build it. Right. So. Right. You know, I was at the point to where I was had I had tanks like in the fifteen hundreds, you know, railroads, you know, because of the way I would research my technologies, I, I would get those key ones so I could lock down the military aspect, yeah, and then worry about the other stuff later. But then it's like, okay, well, yeah, you've discovered the technology, but you don't have access to steel and you don't have access to oil, so you can't produce a tank. Or you you can you're stuck only with being able to build a cannon, and it's like oh man, you know which no it made it made it a more realistic play yeah but it was still you know you're still frustrated like damn it I had this figured out now I got to figure out oh man yeah there's a fine line and I've bought a couple um, well I guess these would be grand strategy games bought a couple like World War Two turn based war games before and it's just there's a line where uh, I love details and you know, all the stats and charts and shit you can pull up, and the, the Civipedia is always awesome. It's like, mm-hmm. ooh, here's a new concept. Let's go look it up in the Civipedia. <coughs> and, um, oh, totally lost my thought. Where was I going with that? Uh, concepts, Civipedia. We were talking about the changes in the game style play from game to game and how the tech. You know, and you had to have the access to resources and stuff. Anything ringing about? Bueller. Nope, Bueller. gone. Bueller. Completely gone. That's <laughs> 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 what like, happens when you when you start the podcast at ten like o'clock. <laughs> dust in the wind. So are the thoughts, thoughts in Scott's my brain. Head. Exactly. I have no leg to stand on because I'm just as bad. Right. Yeah, no biggie. No biggie. Couldn't have been that important. It's just for a podcast. Uh, 
Oh, uh, I did actually find. Um, was looking through. Oh, uh, I got it back. Oh, okay. <laughs> just that the, the, there's a fine line between. See, so just picked it right back up like that. The gray matter, fucking great. Um, yeah, just a fine line between. You know, an ample amount of stats that makes the game interesting and enriches it, and just too goddamn much to keep overwhelming. Track of. Yeah. yeah, and you're just and like too oh. much to micromanage. Again, it goes back to if there's a good AI system that will be like make Take sure all of- your people have food and and all the necessary shit, and your factories are humming along, then that's always a good thing. But well, one of the uh, things that I always like to do in the Civ games is like. I, I guess some some of the later games like like you could accelerate the first I don't know like the first thousand years you yeah. go like 20, 20 years a turn or a hundred years a turn I would always bump that up and you know basically like a to I wanted the max amount of turns yeah me too I was always told, game. I wanted to to be able to control that total and marathon I just, masochist I and call not it. just fly by stuff so. yeah no it doesn't matter that it's like yeah I've been playing for eight hours now and my people have just gotten to bow and arrows mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah it was always the epic marathon uh, game and you know it also it takes a little more te- I, tasks your computer a little more too I I remember some uh, intensive civilization games even on Civ 5 even on my you know newer laptop that just it's almost like screeching the computer to a halt because it's crunching so many numbers <laughs> it's like ooh, okay yeah I've I've uh, yeah there's so much going on when you click turn and it's going through and it's you know it's jumping around the screen you're seeing this guy move I've fallen asleep you know Right. Waiting for for my turn, and then I yeah. wake up. Oh, it's my turn now. Maybe I should go to bed. No, let me just uh, look at the... Fall asleep again. Now, um, I'm looking down this list and just uh, kind of... I guess how you can tell a game genre is really popular is how many sequels it has. Like, you know... Civ uh, 1 through 5 and yeah, all the add-ons. And, and a lot of them are, are like that. I've got, you know, well, Civilization up to 5 now. Um you know, War, of, Warlords. Age of Wonders. Now, Age of Wonders, see... I played that one, too. That's pretty good. But Age of Wonders, how come they don't have... Space hmm. Empires? I've played Space Empires 3 and 4. Uh, Warlords, I've played... Oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking of series. Age of Empire, not Age of Wonders. How come... I guess that's more of a... That's more of a real-time That's real-time, but it, again, it's still... I guess there's a line there, too, because I think yeah. Yeah, Age of Empires... The line and, is drawn here! Uh, actually, this has Empire Earth is one I used to play, and that was real-time strategy, but also 4X, because you had to get your little minions going around chopping trees and mining things. And and so, I mean, there was definitely... And those are hard, man. I, I don't do well on the real-time 4X games. I like myself nice and turn-based... You had the minions. Yeah, no, you know, it, they would have been more useful. These guys just died a lot, and they got eaten by wolves. And you know, you had to station a freaking archer near them so they wouldn't get eaten by wolves. And really, really inefficient workforce. <laughs> Protect yourselves. Well, once we cracked down on the minions and went back to slave labor, things improved quite a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Endless Space series. I, I'm playing the third Galactic Civilizations game, which is, you know, it's it's like, it, it's basically Master of Magic, um, but just 
even more freeform and huge haven't, and lots I, of ship design. And yeah, I haven't played that one yet. And that one's, uh, I mean, that's a long, like, Space Empires and... Um, I think I played the first Galactic Civilizations. Mm-hmm. And those are all, you know, they're, they're very little... Mostly they're all the same game, and it's just the, the graphics and stuff that are becoming updated. And uh, because they're all really this great basic concept of 4X, but I mean, and just expand it on a little bit. And, uh, you don't really have to change too much. And it, that's why it's such a popular genre. Uh, well, one that I found that I didn't realize I actually had... Uh, when I was moving some stuff around, I have um, Elemental War of Magic. Oh yeah, I played that uh, one too. That I is still in the box. I haven't played it, so at some point I can crack it open. It's barely worth. I don't know if it'll even work on today's. It was really buggy game. It was uh, really badly made. I think um, I saw it in like um, Office Depot for sale for like four ninety nine. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let me grab it. Fun when I got uh, and uh, again that thing was like. Somehow it just ate resources and was so slow to play that it just was not worth it after a while. Mm. <clears throat> but it was fun. It was along the same lines of Master of Magic. And I played, what else am I playing? Sorcerer King, which is very similar. Um, Fantasy Wars, I've played. Um, I said, I can't believe how many on this list that I have played. This is just kind of embarrassing how many I've played that <laughs> are on this list. <laughs> Sins of a Solar Empire. Um, that's another you know real time strategy, but also 4x and very hard because of it. Um, Sword of the Stars I've played. But see now that's real time. Why is why are other ones not not on this? You know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird line. Um, I'll bet once we go back to that grand strategy one, we'll probably find some doubles too. Yeah. I know thoughts. Oh. I love the genre. I yeah. mean, it's 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 it, uh, when I was on when I was in the Navy. That was when I first discovered this in SimCity. This Civ uh, uh, SimCity um, X Wing, and there's one other game that monopolized my time. I want to say uh, Ult- Ultima, Ultima Underground. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play the Warlords? I don't think I played that one. Those but, are I like those a little bit more because they were they kind of set you up. Your units were like you still had like single units, but they were actually representing armies. So you had like the the fifth Orcish Infantry Corps, you know, <laughs> roaming around your lands, and and so it was seemed a little more realistic than one little unit. You know, but one of my what well, one of my best games of Civ was when I was on on the boat. Sitting on a computer, uh, and one of the guys' workspaces that had Civ on it, and I was playing—I want to say Prince or King level—and I, you know, I was—I think I had only been playing for maybe about a half an hour, and I had, you know, I think I had a chariot and a few other things in like two cities, and then I came upon a city, and I just. I took it over, and I won the game. I'm like, what? And, and, it's, and I got what? Do, uh, I got Thomas Jefferson was my score, you know, because I think your yeah. score was 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 based on like, yeah. the ruler. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that is the highest. That's the fastest and the highest score I ever got. 
was that one game. I, I was so amazed, you know, probably, and it's never happened again. Civilization always kind of traumatized me in a way because I always wanted, you know, I always played generally the U.S. and I always wanted to be like, you know, win the diplomacy game. Diplomacy or space was what I was usually shooting for. There's a game I could win with diplomacy. I don't think it was Civ. I want to maybe it was Master of Orion. Uh, yeah, I I've think won with, you had I've, a diplomacy victory there too. Yeah, because eventually you get into a there's like a galactic council, right? Like the you, galactic UN, and yeah, you can and sway then you people. vote on it. Yep, you yeah, can, you can actually vote for yourself or vote, you know, yeah. or abstain when someone else is voting so no one gets the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was almost too easy sometimes because as long as you built up a certain amount of you goodwill, know, yeah, and a lot of it was placement. I mean, in a lot, in all of these games, it's like if you're plopped down right next to three different potential enemies, you're gonna have a little rougher time of it than if you're plopped down on your own continent somewhere and no one's bugging you for like a hundred turns. So, hmm. a lot of random. I mean, talk about replay value. I mean, these are kind of the epitome of being able to go back and do it again and, and not have things work out anywhere near how they did the last time. <clears throat> you know, unless you make absolutely identical decisions, and even then there's you know so many oh, other factors going on. So they've got heroes of... Um, I'm looking at the... at the. I just found the... the, the Chronological. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, heroes of Might and Magic. I played the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah me too. I played several of I those. I mean, that was... And, and and it's so and it's so simple, but it it was just as just as addictive. Yeah, but not easy though either. I, I oh think no, I no, played, no! I well, think I, mean, I actually bought simple. one of the more recent Might it was, Magics. And it, it was, was simple <laughs> on the surface, but that was how it drew you in. You're thinking, oh yeah, I'll just get you know forty of this type of thing, and then, and then you know you go in and you take on. You know, you got like 40 orcs, and you take on two unicorns, and they kick your ass, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to learn the different classes. Were very, yeah, it was very rock paper scissors like that. Yeah, uh, a lot of the battles in, in some of these, it depends on you know some of the space game. Like Galactic Civilizations has an amazing like ship construction, you know, uh, wizard with it, you know, and you can like right down to designing the look of it and you can put different modules on it and all kinds of different graphics and and obviously uh, all the different systems in the ship and it, it, it's so cool but I almost never get around to doing it just like when I play like Fallout and I can create whatever character I want as far as what they look like I usually just kind of go random or whatever yeah. or, or let them pick the cat class for me because it would, would put a lot if you've got the time, I mean, it, it's a great feature to go in and customize like that. I just want to get playing usually, so I don't care if I have something that looks like the Enterprise. I could build something that looks like the Enterprise, but that would take me four more hours, and I wouldn't be playing for those four hours. So. Oh, Empire Earth, Thus yes, I did. Sorry, I was just scroll, yeah. scrolling through. Yes, I did pl- play that as well. Yep, I remember that one. Yeah, that was but, cool. But, but, but that was also more uh, more on the real time. Yeah. Yeah. And it started off... It was very historical. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, chewing a Tums here. Um, tum, 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 tum. And I think it started you off in, like, even ancient Greece, and it was, like, you and, you know, basically fighting other barbarians on a Grecian island somewhere and starting the Empire of Greece. So oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but it progressed, like, through time. Oh, yeah, right through yeah. It, 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 
it went all the way to a fictional like overthrow of the Russian government and like which, almost World which War takes III. place in two years. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just game. They it's, may not be too far off on that. It <laughs> says in the Russian campaign, uh, da, 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 the game begins in 2018. There we go. Yeah. The life of Grigor Ilyanich Stoyanovich had been largely comprised of dark corners and back alleyways, the rundown tenements of his birthplace, the shadowy meeting rooms of the Russian mafia the political rallies held in abandoned warehouses. He had struggled against adversity since the day of his birth, just as so many other Russians had, just as so many continue to do. Mm. <laughs> we shall see. I've played a lot of, like, future war games that are, are coming, you know, the, the real dates are coming to fruition, so you know what I mean? There was another... <laughs> it's a little <laughs> scary sometimes. I'm looking on this list. There was another one. About that same time frame of Empire Earth and Empire Earth 2. Oh, yeah, I played Empire Earth 2. I remember that cover now. But there was... There was... Yeah, just like you had your thought earlier, I lost mine. Well, Ages of Empire was similar because it took you through like the historical ages like that, but I don't think that one got... That didn't get up into like modern warfare. Well, there was one like that that just dealt with... it was more along the uh, Age of Empire um, model, but it had, I think one of them had, like, the magical stuff go- going on or, or, like, advanced, like, Da Vinci technology. You know what I'm talking about? No. Damn. I'm looking through the list. No, I, I'm they, just, did, they did a Star Wars one. Did you ever play Birth of the Federation? Uh, oh, the Star Trek one? Star Trek, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that one, I didn't really... I don't remember. If if I did, it didn't leave a lasting impression on me. It was basically Master of Orion, you know, oh. with, with a Star Trek skin. But it was cool, because it had all of them. I mean, it was next generation. Next generation. And, and the story didn't really fit, because it kind of starts off that you're starting the Federation on Earth, you know, and being mm-hmm. this big expansionist. You know, Dickhead. You're, 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 yeah, but I mean, there was a, you could, especially as the Federation, you did it mostly through diplomacy, and you would, you would run into a planet, and it would be, you know, one of the minor races that you'd see on Next Generation all the time. And there'd be a nice picture from the show, and you know, you would interact with them, and depending on their, you know, their their stance toward you, they would either, they would sometimes join the Federation, you know, voluntarily, and all of a sudden, boom, you'd have all their planets and shit. So. That was neat, and so you didn't always have to just take things, but um, but oh, you could you could go out and be mirror universe, you know, destruction and conquering federation if you wanted to. So that was always neat as well. All your stuff belonged to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars Rebellion was uh, they just popped that up on Steam too, and I'm so so tempted to get it, but I it just I read a lot of comments that it's just not working on. Anything like past Windows XP? I don't really remember it. That one didn't really stick in my head much either. I mean, like there was a lot of good promise in it. Like I remember playing it, but there was just some of the uh, some of the mechanics. I don't remember it being. Um, to the day, it had pretty good graphics. It looked horrible now, but you said if you got into a space battle, all ground battles were done kind of off camera. But you could do the whole 3D, watch the, the space right. battle thing. 
Um, and what was cool about that game in particular was it had a shit ton of the heroes and villains from the mm-hmm. movies and extended universe. You know, so you would have, you know, if you were playing the Empire, you could throw Thrawn on your biggest Star Destroyer and send him forth, and he'd have all kinds of, you know, bonuses and shit. Well, actually, I think he had his own ship. Who would just beat you by studying your art. Yeah, sure. And uh, but <laughs> Well, no, yeah, that, they had every... that was his big thing. He could study he could, strategy and he would study a planet's art to figure out how like to get in their head and beat them. I don't remember that. Was that from the Zon trilogy? I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's yeah. been a while since I read it, but Yeah, eighties yeah. like or whenever it came out really, yeah. Um but yeah, that was neat. So you'd send, you know, Han Solo on like a smuggling mission to to get resources for the rebellion and and uh, you know, you'd send Luke off. There actually would it would break in the middle of the game, and it would tell you you have to send Luke off to Dagobah now to go train. <laughs> so that was always neat. Uh, so I just looked over to the TV, and my son just got into a like a large box truck, and he like smiled and looked at me. Now he's smashing his way to, through the neighborhood. What is he and playing that, again? He's playing Watchdog. Oh. I have no idea what's going on. But he's he's just plowing into cars. Oh, and he just pushed that one through the intersection. Here, I thought that was the game that you could play mostly peacefully, and you, you could like trick oh, things. Oh, he just t-boned up. Oh, he t-boned a van. So it's already devolved into like GTA stuff. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. I, I gotta so say, the always... graphics look nice. This is a little side segue again. I read good things about that. It had an interesting concept, but I think it it didn't do as well as they thought it was going to. I guess. Ooh. He just hit an ice cream. Probably thing. found why you found it in the uh, resale bin. Yeah, it was it was pre-owned for nine ninety nine. Can't you know it was worth a shot to try it. So, so oh, and uh, another quick battle uh, Star Wars Battlefront update. Uh, the first downloadable content has been out. Oh, yeah. They've been adding little tweaks to it. Uh, they added some new heroes and new weapons and uh, cards you can use to change your stats and. Uh, other stuff and now my son is stealing an ambulance he just threw the guy <laughs> out and he's running rampant with an ambulance but All hey right. these people will get out of his way this time C- can you hack the traffic lights Ben yeah oh, God. yeah that's like the whole thing of that you hack everything oh he took out a power pole oh. <laughs> blackout in the city live watchdogs here on no count yes he's a he's a he's just a madman Oh man! Did you did you hit that ice cream truck again? And he spun it out. God, he's taking out power poles, stop signs. He's all over the place. What a what a uh, I what a great kid I've raised. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's how you're supposed to play those games. That's what mine always end up being. It's like, God damn it! Fifth time trying this mission, I can't get it. Let's go murder people. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, that's enough of uh, of uh, Battlefront. It's uh, suppose- I said, you know, call me when the whole game is complete and it costs thirty bucks, and I'll consider. Well, supposedly it. they're going to be looking at um, uh, coming soon. They're going to have stuff for more offline gameplay, which is what they should have had. I want a new with. Empire at War, and and that's all there is to it. Pretty much. Ooh, I just I looked need. at the list at the bottom. The games with additional 4x mode. And yeah, some yeah. other ones down there. Oh yeah, Emperor Battle for Dune. That had a campaign mode. So I don't know, Battle for Forces of Rise of Nations. That's what I was thinking of. Rise of. Oh, Nations. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I think 
is it Thrones of Patriot or there was another version of Rise of Nations? I swear yeah, there was another. Rise of Nations is a really. Now, I've played the Emperor uh, Emperor Battle for Dune too, and that was pretty good. And that's not the same one. That's not the Westwood one. What is Westwood? But it's not Dune two. It was something a little more three uh, D. Rise of Rise of Nations. Rise of Legends was a fantasy themed spinoff. That's what it was. Legends. Rise of Legends. I've not heard of that one. Oh. Yeah, that was the where you had. Hold on. Come on, give me to the factions. Yes, the civilizations were uh, Vinci, which was based on Da Vinci. Uh, The Vinci are a highly technological steampunk civilization whose buildings and armed forces rely heavily on the steam engine, clockwork, and gunpowder. Its designs are highly influenced by the 19th century Italian Renaissance inventor and artist Leonardo da Vinci. And then the other one, uh, the Aline or Alan or Aline, are a magical civilization relying on sand, fire, and glass magic to create their infrastructure and army. The civilization is based on Arabian and Middle Eastern mythologies such as 1001 Arabian Nights and contains such units as giants, scorpions, salamanders, and dragons. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, the Kootai or Kootil. Um, though the larger bulk of Kualtai's civilization is made up of subjugated, in, subjugated indigenous humans, the race is headed by an alien civilization inspired by the ancient Mayan civilization and the ancient astronaut theory from Chariots of the Gods, Unsolved nice. Mysteries of the Past. Their names resemble that of the Aztec Mayan god Quetzalcoatl. 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 Yeah, what, yeah, what you said. And indeed, a <laughs> Quattel Air unit is called the Quetzal Fighter. Uh, yeah, so you've got aliens, Arabian. Uh, you've got aliens, magic, and science. Sweet. Steampunk. Yeah, I remember that game. That was it. And the way the gameplay was, like you could, uh, which was kind of like Civ, where you had influence with territory, but like as you could build certain things and expand certain things, it would like. Like, the borders could constantly, like, were constantly changing. Like, during the real-time stuff, your borders would be fluctuating back and forth depending on, like, how advanced you had buildings and all kinds of stuff. It was fun. I, yeah. yeah, it was it was a good game. It came out in... The Rise of Nations was released in 2003. I think this one was released in... Uh, this version, Rise of Legends, was released in 2006.
Let's say Steam has a. My God! Now he's on a boat. Steam has a Rise of Nations for twenty bucks. I'm not sure if it's it's like all the DLC or not. Mm. Well, Rise like of the extended edition, so I'm assuming it probably might be. Well, the Rise of Legends was a totally different game, as was Rise of Nations: Storms yeah. of Patriots. Oh no, wait, that was an expansion pack. So yeah, but Rise of Legends was a was a. Yeah, I don't think this covers it. I'm not seeing it. And that didn't come up for a search. But yeah, that sounds interesting. When did that come out? Uh, Rise of Legends, I want to say about 2006. Yeah, it looks good. Yep. Yeah, there's a shit ton of them, man. I've played a lot of Lord of the Rings. I don't know if I'd put Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2. That's almost... There wasn't really a lot of, like, resource gathering, I didn't think, in that one. Uh, there's a war... You know what I'm not seeing here, though, is, like, a straight-up Dungeons & Dragons 4X game. And I'm, I'm, that's, that concerns me. I mean, there's been plenty of fantasy ones over the years, but never, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a direct, uh, direct licensing tie to that, and you would think they would, they would be pretty much made for each other. <laughs> Maybe they just saw such a glut in the uh, market they didn't bother. Um, well, I, I do remember playing one D&D game, which was like, it was an old DOS game, and it was like a, it was a fantasy king kingdom builder, and so it did have elements of, of 4X, but I'm not seeing it on here. So hmm. We'll be doing a whole Dungeons & Dragons themed show eventually, I'm sure. Um, I don't know, what's your, what's kind of your best strategy for, for 4X? How would you always like to do your civilization conquering? Uh, for me, it was always technology. Yeah, I always uh, tried for... If, if you could get the upper hand in technology, second, well... It was all, I think, tech and population expansion to expand your territory and your, and, well, you know, it's hard because with, with these games, you can't just really have one, no, one that you stick to. But the ones I liked the most was try to, like, when you first start, just build like three cities close to each other. So you can start getting the population going, and once those get built up, then you start breaking off the settlers. And meanwhile, at the same time, you got to start knowing your tech tree to figure out what you want to get to and what you want to research. Yeah. But then, as like the other like games like Civ have changed, you now have to kind of look at like what resources are around you because maybe yeah. you don't want to waste your time trying to research a certain tech that you don't have the resources to develop properly. And you got to go, well, maybe I need to go in this direction, and then I've got to find somebody that does have access to it. Yeah, and trade with them. And trade with, them. trade with them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I was ever too close to anybody, I'd just knock over the sandcastle and start over. Go yeah. on. I'd just be like, no, no, I don't want to see anybody in my first 25 turns. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. You know, all of a sudden I start off, you know, I think I'm on this nice big piece of land all by myself, and all of a sudden there's... Four barbarian camps and, and two actual empires sitting right next to me. It's like, what the Oh, hell? yeah. You're like, what the heck? You know, on your epic-sized world, it's like, what? there wasn't enough space over there? What the hell, computer? Yeah, one of the hardest worlds <laughs> to do on, like, Civ was to make, like, a um, the one where it was, like, mostly mountains. 
Yeah. And it was really hard to get resources. Yeah, through. well, you can't move through them either without the, no, right, no, yeah. the right people. You know, you're resigned to just, like, making rangers and shit. Sorry, when I said ooh earlier, I was why I looked over and Ben was uh, on a motorcycle and he, he hit a car and flew off the motorcycle. <laughs> so, there you go. See, I thought there was supposed to be a more reserved strategy stealthy game, but I guess it's however. Well, I guess I, I don't know what's going on. He's, he's, I guess he's got missions to go and to do things stealthily. He can like hack everybody's cell phone, or I don't know what's going on. Or right, we have to pause for thirty seconds for coffee refill. Hold on. Oh wait, that's the back of the bins music. We need to have different music. And we're back. Hey, time that pretty good. <laughs> <coughs> So, anything more to say about, uh, do we really have anything more? It's just to play them. They're, you know, uh, I, I like to think that they work your mind a little bit. You know, they keep the, the great. Oh, matter. my God. He just stole a police car and just plowed through a side cafe. Sorry. It just killed. Oh, my God. i, I, I got to stop watching what he's doing. <laughs> I guess so. I'm going to go leave you alone with the watchdogs and, and your <laughs> citywide destruction. Fucking terrorists. And, and, and he's got a helicopter. I swear there was like oh, a nice... He just ran right into the computer store. How, uh... Oh! My God, he hit the computer store. A cop rear-ended him. A cop rear-ended the cop that rear-ended him. And he got away! Well, he's probably instantly able to erase all of his criminal records as soon as he kills somebody, I guess. I guess. Sorry, I'm, this is becoming the Watch Dogs podcast. Sorry about that. That sounds like a horrible game. Um. <laughs> I really did read reviews said this is supposed to be this really intricate, stealthy, you don't even have to kill anybody to complete it type game, but I guess Really? Not. Yeah, see, Ben can't hear that. Supposedly, Ben, you can play this game without causing violence, and it's stealthy. Why do you keep stealing cars? It's like, because I can. <laughs> Escape the police. Maybe you should do a quest. Wow. You just... Well, at least you landed in a parking spot. Somehow he caught air and went over a restaurant. I don't know. This is almost... It's not as crazy as Grand Theft Auto, but it's uh, i it's got some physics that are... Well, we'll yeah. expect a full review from Ben on the next next one. Yeah, yeah, Ben's going to have to give us a Watch Dogs review. Yeah. <laughs> the violent version. <laughs> the violent here's, version. How not here's how to play Watch Dogs if you actually want to have fun at it. Yeah. <laughs> no more stealth, just to destroy shit. Now he's stuck on the... He's stuck... He jumped a fence. He's stuck down in some grass on the side of the highway. And he keeps hitting these rocks that are in his way. Just get out of the car, man. Make a break for it. All right. That's enough of that. All right. Well, I love... Quadruple X Games. (laughs) Four X Games. Even though I didn't up until today know that it was called a 4X game, I just, you know, was like, it's a strategy, it's a turn-based game. Well, let's be honest, it, all the all the the words that the uh, the category comes from are actually start with E, 
You know, so it was kind of a stretch. It was a 90s thing to just ignore that first letter of words, I guess. X. Um, it's a silent E. It's a silent E, yes, that's it. So explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. Uh, even though you don't have to do that with a lot of these games, but whatever. Um, but yeah, clearly one of my favorite genres. i just still kind of in awe about how many of these I actually have sampled. Uh, wow. Yeah, and how, how many more I want? Like, I want to. I just gotta throw. This, this is a classic called Empire of the Fading Suns, and this one was very, very freaking complex. But it felt a lot like Dune. Um, it had kind of, and it actually had an explanation for like your immortal leader. It was like Dune in that you had to go find your leader, like the magic spice to keep him alive for centuries, hmm. so he could rule over this intergalactic empire. So. Just throwing that out there completely out of context. Um, Empire of the Fading Suns. Play it if you can find it. Uh, yeah. Looking over my own Steam library of... Uh, I guess I should just you know, do this for, for therapeutic purposes. But uh, here comes my Civilization. Five hours played. Let me see if I can find it here. Well, let me open up my Steam. Yeah. Because that's Apparently, where I can't. I, I got to clean off my I'm desktop. Clocked in at 280 hours of Civilization Five. <laughs> mm. well, let me see what mine says here in a minute. And that—that's probably not counting. I don't know if that necessarily is counting. I had it on another computer before Steam too, so it's probably not counting everything. Well, that's pretty respectable. It says it's still it's updating Steam. Yeah, there's so many things I can't run on Steam anymore. Well, you know, and, and, I, and I think it's my computer. I'll be confessional guy this week. Then I guess uh, Galactic Civilization. No, uh, two only twenty one hours on that. There you go. Um, what else have we got here? Ascension to the Throne. No, that wasn't really a four X. Was all my four X games. Where'd they go? Oh, there's so many. I games. just this week I had taken like a hiatus, <laughs> um, on, um, Marvel Puzzle Quest. I hadn't played in oh quite some time. Ooh. Um. So Space Empire Five, uh, twenty-five hours. That's not too bad. Smugglers Five, twenty hours. Sid, um, Sid, Sid Meier's Civilization, 90 hours. Wow, amateur. <laughs> Sid Meier's, uh, 119 minutes on Sid Meier's Railroads. Not exactly the... Yeah, Sid Meier's probably owns a good third of my life overall, considering how many games is, of his I've played, and they're all, always just ungodly. Not for the meek. These are not... These are, like, the polar opposite of our, our casual games podcast. This is... Yeah. The other side of the spectrum, the <laughs> one more, the one more turn addiction games is what they should really be called. Um, and then Civilization Five is the game that is that was responsible for my dreams actually being in turn based. I don't even know how to explain that that it makes sense, but you know, it's funny you say that because <laughs> often, often. In the in, in the past, when I've gone on these marathon gaming things, and even back when I was in the Navy and I was playing, you know, certain games, just a lot, that when I go to sleep, I would see the game. Like I would shut my eyes and I would see the game playing, 
in my mind, and yeah. then I would, yeah. So that's not you're me not too, the, but it's o- like, o- only one that does that. that well, that's it wouldn't that necessarily be the game. It would just be like my dream, and then all of a sudden I would have to wait for like a giant dream hand to come over and click <laughs> something. And it's just like oh, someone really should open up my brain and find out what does this because this is fascinating and scary. Um, <laughs> Good lord, Fallout New Vegas, 266 hours. Nice. Marvel Puzzle Quest, 245 <coughs> hours. Nice, wow, that's impressive. And you've got more in on that than, than I do on Civ. That's, uh, yeah. There you are. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Tropico, actually, is uh, 60 hours on Tropico 4. That That's kind of a 4X game. You don't really have to exterminate too many people. But, uh, Sid Meier's Starships, one minute, because I can never get it to launch. And you really didn't miss my... I, the newer really? Sid Meier stuff, like, they just did a Beyond Civilization, which was kind of an upgrade of, of Alpha Centauri, which really wasn't that great. I mean, it was just more of the same, mm. which I, I just got done a little while ago saying that's what's cool about these games, but in some cases it's not. It's like... You know, it's especially when there's like a twenty year wait between them. You know, it was kind of like Alpha Centauri, and then fifteen years, and then he finally did Beyond Civilization, which was an expanded Alpha Centauri, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really any better. <laughs> you know, and it was, wasn't really much more meat to it. And then they just kind of quickly pumped out Starships, which was cool little game graphically and stuff. But I mean, it was just wasn't really much to it as far as, and it wasn't. I don't think it would even qualify as like a 4x game you didn't really even gather your resources you just went on starship missions and gained gold and stuff which is cool but it just got old real quick um, starship trooper i mean all the classics are great I, I, even before the newer master of orion came out you know i went back and like played dos box version dos box versions of uh, Master of Orion 2. That, you that said one really. Das Spock. <laughs> das Spock. What the hell is Das Spock? I must uh, get this game. My brain is and mouth have stopped working. But um, <laughs> yeah, they hold up because um, it's, a, it's a tried and true formula for, for games. And I, it's the kind of game you don't really see a lot, I don't think, on the, the fancy consoles that y'all have. Um, because they don't have to be as graphically, you know. Uh, needy as as some of the some games. It's nice when they are, but I mean they generally don't have to be. They need to crunch a lot of numbers more than anything. Um, and they've got good gameplay, even if they don't have good graphics. But you know the, the consoles tend to tend to go for the action because that's what they're they're good at. And uh, I don't know. I think I, I think if I had children, though, I think I'd almost rather have them playing a good strategy game than the action stuff, just because. I think it works your mind a little bit more, you know, gives you some so uh, you say, reasoning. And so stuff you're like saying that. I'm a bad parent? No, no, not at all. Except that apparently in that game, Watch Dogs, there's a lot of stuff that could stimulate your mind too, and not just I don't know. Ben, why did you shoot out your tires? And <laughs> he shot the tires out on his van, and now he's driving down the highway with sparks flying from his rims that are heating up. And the cops are chasing him. Because that's really fun, and you can't do it. In, it in looks like life. the O.J. Simpson chase here, but it's nice. that the cops are actually trying to stop him. <laughs> They're trying to do the boxing maneuver. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> well, we, we definitely need uh, a Watch Dogs review. 
It's just amazing that he could let him, they let him shoot out his tires. He shot his tires out with a handgun and then got in this van and then took off down the street. Now he's driving backwards down the street. What are you doing? Sorry. That's all right. I'm calling it. I I keep going (laughs) off the rails. It's been the quadruple X. No counsels for old men, folks. This has been 4X... I was going to go 4XXX, but then I'd be like 16Xs, and I'm just... <laughs> I don't think I ever, I'm too old for 16Xs. I can yeah. barely, barely handle three in my life. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm old. All right, there's been an episode of 16, too, man. Actually, we're rolling right along. We I do have to apologize. We're running a little late on episodes. Um, life is happening, you know. we got some... Life, cable out being yeah out now, internet problems no and, internet and I just like just started two new podcasting things because I'm a freaking masochist apparently and, uh, <laughs> that's about it which I'm gonna plug right now actually we're doing uh, still doing Fear the Walking Dead recaps every week of season two and um, so far it looks like we might have a stable cast of Brian and Beth Hughes and Serotonin doing it with us so uh, not with us you and me but just mm-hmm. me um, and them and uh, hopefully out in about a month is going to be a new show of me and the hair metal hero so I'm psyched about that hmm okay weekly heroics what's that going to oh, I think I heard you guys mention yeah. it we call it weekly heroics um, a two true freaks guide to heroes on television and we're going to be doing all the Marvel and DC shows oh okay. episode oh, that's by episode that's great that's great Oh, I I watch all those. Yeah, yeah, we'll have you on as a guest. Woohoo! So, once we get the format down and figure out what we're doing with it and, and all that good stuff, uh, got a couple in the can already. So just gotta call the webmaster and get the Photoshop people going and get that out to you freaks soon. Anyway, well, Ben's giggling. I don't know what he just did. He blew himself up. You know, just go make sure your boy stays out of trouble. And, uh, it's a menace to society. End, well, just make sure he keeps that menacing shit on the video game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, yes, he's he, got to work it out. Let him work it out, man. He does. He does, yeah. Wait a minute. What, what did you do? What did you just do? You. What, what did you do? Why did you blow yourself up? Because you're bored. Yeah. All right, that's enough. Uh, that's, what did you do? You shot yeah, a my grill? Dad's got stormtroopers to fight. Get off there. <laughs> oh, oh, so, oh, well, you're supposed to, oh, you, oh, I see. You were supposed to explode something, but instead of exploding from the distance. Why are you shooting out more tires? You know, that's somebody's van that now that poor guy has, has to, like, go, you know, he's going to come out and go, son of a bitch. Who blew out my tires? Yeah. You can end it there. I'm going to end with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. As as Dr. Bill has to. (laughs) He's doing corrective video game parenting while his son plays a game. (laughs) (laughs) We've ended it, stranger. That'll work. All right, kids. No counsels for old men. I'm Scott. He's Bill. Talk to you later. See ya. Ben, stop that. You get a goddamn job before sundown, or we're shipping you off to military school with a goddamn Finkelstein shit kid.
son of a bitch. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2 True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2 True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2 True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email 2 True Freaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. 2 True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search 2 True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number 2. You can find 2 True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for 2 True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. At a probability factor of 8,767,128 to 1 against...